Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Call Her Auntie podcast. It's your girls, Quay and Grace, and we're here with a special episode, and we're dissecting, not really dissecting, <laughs> we're taking on um, Selling Sunset, and we're talking about toxic friends and toxic work relationships or workplaces, and then ending it off with like some self-care before we get into the holidays. Um, but before we do all that... Grace, what have you been up to? I love how we're like a special episode. <laughs> Every <sunset>. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing good. Um, I just had like a really great breakfast I made for myself. Um, I I had like um, a rice. It was like a rice square and a fried egg and some microgreens and some red onions and I'm always so weird. I'm like, why is it called a red onion when it's purple? So yeah. it's like red onion. And yeah, and I just had like a good breakfast. I feel good. Because um, lately, like, it's all been about like balance for me, where I'm just like, last night, I had like two packages of Mr. Noodle. And although it was so good in the moment, like I was like, after like, uh, I don't feel so good. Like, so yeah. this morning I'm like, I'm going to have like a nice breakfast. I had a, like a latte. Um, so I'm doing good. Um, preparing for the holidays. Nico's like in full swing. Um, and we have an elf on the shelf, um, which maybe some households have that are listening. So do you know what it is, Quay? Yeah, I know what it is. Um, you know, what's so funny is, my, you know, Erica, she yeah. had gotten an elf on the shelf for Carter but they got the darker elf for like inclusive ethnic backgrounds. Okay. Like, you know, what's funny is that I didn't, I didn't know there was a darker elf. Um, <laughs> and I like opened the box. Cause I was like, I didn't think you could open the box and look at them. And I thought they are all one color of just like light skinned. So I opened the box. I'm like, I'm like, Christmas magic must be real. Like he kind of looks like us. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, is this for, cause then my friend's posting hers, like who lives on the street. I'm like, hers is like light skinned like them. And I'm like, ours is, is tan like us. So I was like, Christmas must be real. I know. I was like, kind of believed in the Christmas spirit. So that made me really happy. But, um, it's been such a thing where I'm like, crap, like every night, like as I'm getting ready for bed, I'm like, damn it. I got to move that damn elf. And some days I'm Nico goes downstairs and he's like, it oh I'm gonna look for the elf and then it's in the same spot he's like it's in the same spot I'm like he must like that spot like he must like have a good view and everything so um yeah that's kind of been my update lately and how are you Quay? Um I'm just finding out that families can choose their elf from a few different genders and a few different skin skin tones so isn't that so crazy and like cool that kind of also reminds me of like again of like shadism and all that but also like also on the plus side 
of representation and how that really matters. But I didn't mean to get deep right off the bat from Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> my, my week's been going good. I have been, you know, like I say, back on my bullshit. I've been in the gym. I've been going to spin class. I've been going to therapy. I've been managing my health. <laughs> I'm on the blood. Oh, did I tell everybody? Like, I got my blood work done. Like, the, I went to my nurse practitioner. Like the new one I was assigned. Yeah. And that, sorry, my, my camera froze. Um, the new one I was assigned and then they gate got me to do all the blood work that my naturopath wanted. And then the other ones that they didn't cover, like I'm just paying for out of pocket. So that was rectified and Good. I am happy. Good. And did you... <laughs> I mean, it's totally, you don't have to say, but I'm assuming your blood work came back good. It came back pretty good. I have to go for more blood work now to get like further um, looks at some things. Yeah. But when I know more, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll share it with everyone. Like I'm, I'm open to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've just been like diving in to, okay, wait, before I talk about Netflix, I went to go see House of Gucci. Oh, I heard it had bad reviews, but how did you like it? <laughs> bad reviews, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because I love the background of things. Like my favorite art class was art, because not because of like the paintings, but because of like the history behind every painter. Like I love learning about Van Gogh and I love learning all like what they were going through and what, when they painted this painting, what they were doing and like, same with Norvell Morisot, like, when were these paintings in his life and what he was going through at that time? Like, I love those mm-hmm. things. So yeah. I loved learning about House of Gucci and how Gucci got started and how the wife was, like, the one to spot, like, the the, the Fucci, the fake Gucci on New York. Oh, so I'm like, um, it could have been bad a lot. Like, a lot of critics said, like, why are you having like these fake Italian accents, but it's like, well, why are you hiring non-Italian actors to make an Italian story with these fake accents? Mm-hmm. So like, I understand why they, why they think that, but I also went to go see Encanto. <gasps> yeah. Has their own gift. Uh, <laughs> it was really cute. Um, and I recommend everyone to go see it with their families. It was so sweet. And then back on my watching list is Selling Sunset. Yeah. Which is what we're going to talk about. But did you want to mention anything that you were watching? I just wanted to say um, I've been really wanting to see Encanto with Nico. So I think we're going to go next weekend. Go. It's so cute. You're like, you don't know what's going to happen. And then when you find out where Bruno is, you're like, (gasps) it's like family. Oh, I know. I'm excited. It looks like a beautiful movie. Mm, it was right. Okay. So the the meat of our episode yeah. is really about selling sunset. We're gonna like give our opinions on it. Um, hopefully everyone maybe who's listening and if they care have seen it. Yeah, maybe um, this episode isn't for everybody, but that's okay. We're not for everybody. <laughs> We're not for everyone, exactly. So um 
Selling Sunset came out maybe like two years ago. Um, a while ago, yeah. Yeah, you know what's funny is because I remember before it was on Netflix and my brother-in-law, Sammy, was like, oh, I've been watching like Selling Sunset. Like you should watch it. I'm like, what? I'm like, what is this this show? And because um, I don't know if it got like a lot of hype like right in the beginning because I didn't care to watch it. Because you know, me and you were just like, we're on like mm-hmm. the next like big thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, my brother-in-law told me about it. And so I, I watched it and then I fell in love with it. And I also think because like, you know, like the one of the main actor, one main people, um, Chriselle was like married to um, that Justin Hartley from This Is Us. So I kind of like yeah. that. Um, well, I mean, I thought it was interesting. And then like the whole drama of like their divorce and everything kind of went down, but we just want to talk about selling sunset because, um, it's like all women. And I mean, I think all women can get together, but this one, I guess that's why it makes, it makes it a great show is because there's all this drama and also just like toxic relationships. So we want to talk about that as well. But what are your thoughts on the new season, Quay? Okay, I just started on season four, so I can't really tell you much. Oh, but okay. So, so, so sorry. <laughs> but I cannot believe how dramatic they are. And maybe that's funny for me to say, but I couldn't believe like when, what was I texting you about? Where like they, the Chriselle and that guy got divorced and everyone was like, not everyone, Davina and Christine were like, there's two sides to every story. And like, we don't know his side of the story of your marriage. But I was like, what does that matter? Your colleague at work is going through a divorce where they're not happy. Like at the end of the day, the person you know is sad. Yeah. What does it matter? Like get them a coffee, buy them a a cake pop, like do one small thing to cheer them up. Who gives a fuck? And then anyways, it's their marriage. It's none of our business. When you come to work, you're, you're treated nicely. Let's not even talk about it because bringing it up at a wedding that Chriselle already was like, it was a hard experience for her to go through. And Davina's like, you know, there's every side to the, like to every sort story. You know that, right? Chriselle. And it's just like digging into her more. And it's just like, really like that is a toxic relationship. And I, that is why Chriselle just like keeps away from her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Davina can be a good friend to somebody else, but she just like, that's just how she communicates. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to be talked to that way, especially when they're going through a hard time. So no. that is like, that is, you know, red flag number one of like a toxic relationship when they don't respect your boundaries and you've been saying like, no, and they're still doing it, you know? Yeah. So that was something that we wanted to like flag as like one of our first thing was like, you can tell your friendship or your workplace is toxic when they don't respect your boundaries. And like, she's been very clear, right? Like, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want, um, and then the other part of it where I didn't like where it was like they to me Davina and Christine seemed jealous of that one girl when she was getting interviews with like TM I don't know TMZ or people like she was getting U.S. weekly interviews 
and they were like teasing her and like I've totally teased people too but I felt like they were teasing her because they were jealous and it was like being silly because she was the one they really threw it under their threw me a curveball with a question of how are you being there for Rochelle and then she answered and they're like oh yeah you're interviewed but like going to get coffee you're interviewed but going to the laundromat and she got she like told them to like shut up and then they were mad at her for standing up for herself Mm -hmm. like that was not cool that was like another sign of like they're jealous yeah what Christine was the one that was going to like the news outlets no it was that one chick okay I can't even tell I'm like the one who has blonde hair <laughs> and that doesn't even like diversify blonde short oh, hair I think Heather Heather was marrying marrying Mary, that Tarek yeah Heather I'm yeah sorry. I think I remember I watch that. this all the time and I'm like no but there's <laughs> just like a lot of drama over everything and that's like nothing can be cool mm-hmm. I think that's another sign that there's a whole lot of drama yeah when there doesn't need to be I think like I don't know I I really like I'm kind of team Chriselle in all this because I just think she like didn't she obviously didn't grow up in LA um mm-hmm. or in that like type of lifestyle like where she's like she is setting healthy boundaries where all the other ones who are kind of creating the drama grew up with or just I don't know are just like used to that like that's just what you do and I feel like Chris Charles like no like this isn't right like she kind of grew up very humble as she like talks about quite a bit on the show which I respect I also think like they've accepted this nastiness like they've accepted sharing everything with each other and like passing like this passing of judgment all the time but it just really irked me how Davina was like what I what we were just saying but it still bugs me where she's like there's two sides well he's not your friend yeah he doesn't work with you you don't even talk to him so like what's the point of even caring about that side or being Like, yeah, you can be open and transparent and say, yeah, they're like, there's two people in a marriage. But right now I only know you. And if you need time off from work, I'll like do what I can to support you. Mm -hmm. What does it matter? Yeah. Um, Or like if your friend is getting, sorry, I'm still going back to this. If your friend is getting interviews with the media, what does it matter? Yeah. It's true. Um, Another like, thing we noted was um like toxic friends are obsessively needy Mm -hmm. so they're like they're always needing like the reassurance of the person that they like I don't know they're not their target but like who they like want to use or have as their friend or in their corner so I feel like in this case of selling sunset you see Christine really like with the new girl she's like inviting her to all her events and like meeting with her and she's getting her side of the story out like because her stories like don't match up with like anyone and I feel like and she's she's also just like 
I don't know, kind of like begging for forgiveness, but then still just like hurting people along the way. Yeah. Like Christine, when she, when the new girl came, um, that spoke Spanish, how she like went out for lunch with her and like just dumped all this info about everyone's backgrounds and what her opinions on them were like. And, but she caught it where the girl, the new girl was like, if that's how you talk about your friends, I'd hate to hear you talk about your enemies. And Christina also did a very backhanded thing. Remember when she tried to like talk to Mary and then bring her flowers after Mary didn't know that she was mocking her to everybody else. Like that kind of behind your back behavior, that's that obsessive neediness that like you need the reassurance from other people and like you're lying to them to get sympathy because we saw on the cameras that's not how Mary was acting or how she sounded. She was just really frustrated. I think that she was frustrated with Christine because she wasn't hearing like her. Yeah. So yeah, these are really good examples. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, other things that like we're noticing as well as toxic people will constantly put you down and they will compete with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like the toxic person in Selling Sunset is Christine. So everything <laughs> is like, well, Christine did this and Christine did yeah. that. Um, yeah, like I, I feel that, um, personally, I don't think I've ever had someone, well, I guess we, Quay and I both like grew up playing sports. So I'm mm-hmm. sure throughout, like not even just like our work space, like I feel like we got a pretty healthy work family um but like growing up in sports like you have your team but then you have oppositions and I feel like you definitely there's like a toxic vibe in in sports unfortunately just by like people who have those traits Mm -hmm. so yeah they will put you down and they compete with you so I think also though in the workplace we we in some of our circumstances we have really healthy competition like will be like who can get their MasterCard done or like who can put all their invoices in like those kind of things but it's just I don't I don't I don't really know how to look at it or put a spin on it but I do know that like respecting people's boundaries like one time one of our colleagues we were just stapling something and I'm like want to race or and she something like that and she's like no I'm not competing with you and I'm like oh okay like I you hear when your colleague's like, no, I'm not going to make this a competition. And you're like, okay, I'm going to respect your boundary and I'm not going to cross it. And I'm not going to keep stapling away and then say, oh, I beat you. Exactly. Or like do it, do it just to be harmful or hurtful. Yeah. So, or though, like, or when you do it to like make yourself feel better. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I'm like, so blown away now that I'm looking more at selling sense about how awful it must be to work there. It must be, I know. And then everyone was like mad at, not everyone, Davina was really mad at Mary getting a lot of the sales. Mm -hmm. But then if you want to sell, if you want to get like more opportunity, like do some groundwork too I don't know because I thought they they like the guy was like very open about oh yeah like I can she has guaranteed 
closing rate or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that makes more sense when you're when you want to get like, unfortunately, it's all about the money. So when you want to make sure you get your money off the market in a quick amount of time for a higher selling point, like, yeah, give it to someone who can hit it home. That's like in sports. If there's five minutes left in the game and we're tied, like who am I going to put in? Someone who can close. Yeah. Not someone who could close, but is not a guarantee. So unfortunately, I see that side of the owners of the brokerage more than Davina. And and I favor putting, giving the the cases to Mary. Mm -hmm. For sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. I really like I really like Mary like I think she's sweet just like how Chrishell is Mm -hmm. and in any workplace I think that goes the same where like if you want a project to run you're going to give it to someone who has more years and who has more experiences of closing a project of opening and closing a project no matter what it is yeah But then, that, I don't know, because then I'm like, but then that doesn't grow people. But there's other opportunities to grow all the time. So, yeah. So what are, what are some signs of, like, a toxic relationship? I know, okay, so like, as we've gone through them, we've kind of been like, and this is a sign. And this, but. Let's, let's top it off again. So there's a lot of drama. Um, they put you down. They compete with you and like make it unhealthy and nasty. They cross your boundaries. They're obsessively needy, like you said, and um, they'll lie to you to get sympathy. And then in the end, everything is about them. Like they'll spin it where like, poor you. Well, well, that's lying to get sympathy. Um, And you just always feel like something's wrong. Would you think that like, um, I was like, maybe. Would you think that this like would align with, cause I'm like, okay, why are people like this? Like, why do they do this? And would you think, would you agree that individuals who act like this towards their peers or their, like their colleagues are, have like those traits of being a narcissist? Um, I want to define what a narcissist is really quick. So a narcissist is someone with extreme self-involvement to the degree, degree that it makes a person ignore needs of those around them. Um, and everyone can show occasional narcissistic behavior, but they frequently disregard other people's feelings and don't understand the impacts of their behavior. So I could say that, yeah, Christine's a, nar- a narcissist um, because she like, but then I think, or maybe that's part of it. Maybe I don't know enough about it, but I'm like, she just twists things all the time. Well, because everything it has to be, that's what I, a narcissist trait is, is that everything has to be for their benefit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she's not, Christine, throughout the episode, she's not conf- like confessing or, you know, she's a poly- like, she's like, I'm sorry, let's move on. But she's not like saying, I'm sorry for, for this and this is how I'm going to get better and it's like there's multiple problems so she's just like I'm sorry like I just want to like be friends but everything is for her personal gain like it's to yeah. make her feel better um and she's yeah. not like getting to the root of her problems um 
she needs she needs to listen to our some of our podcasts and maybe <laughs> hit up some counseling or therapy something because she's always getting that validation and like lack of res- she always has like a lack of responsibility that's what I had had saw from her like she didn't take responsibility like my me doing that had hurt your feelings it was just like no let's just like sweep it under the rug and carry on like my bad yeah <clears throat> um so yeah you're correct I think for sure they need more she needs to see, see somebody but we also don't know the other part of their lives maybe they're working really hard and they have these really good therapists and they're, they're working on it I can only hope let's hope that's what they get out of doing this tv show <laughs> did you know in catfish uk at the end of every episode they said they say people that were filmed have been supported through whatever counseling or now they are seeing like they're telling you this was messed up they did messed up things and now they're getting support and help for it unlike in the states where they don't do that they just report well i think they just report everybody i was gonna say i really like that show like the host but the host for catfish uk is different right it's different oh darn i really liked him and i was gonna be like that made me like him even more but it's like no he didn't do it <laughs> okay so that was our what what oh sorry everybody my internet's unstable um that's okay as quay is adjusting to her internet cutting out um I think we talked a lot about Selling Sunset we talked about you know Chriselle and Davina and Christine and um I I mean my thoughts of Selling Sunset I really like sees like the the first couple of seasons because it was just like you're learning so much about them and um I think that was really great but I also just got kind of got annoyed and I'm not too sure if anyone else did just about the back and forth. It was just zeroed in on the, like the Christine drama. And I'm like, I wish maybe you'd get more into like the successes of like, okay, Chriselle like bought a house, but, um, and Heather was getting married. And, um, but what about like, I don't know. I think Davina is an interesting character. Like I wasn't a fan of her, but like, what's, could, could it maybe dive into more, more of her or, I don't know. It was just so focused on that one piece of the drama. And it was just every, it seemed like every conversation they're having was about it. And it just was on repeat, I thought. Yeah. I don't know if everyone could have, um, maybe everyone didn't have the co-signing rights to like share their information. Like mm-hmm. when I think of Amanda and her I wanted to know more about like where her husband was yeah and then I'm like maybe they didn't sign off on having that film maybe their families didn't agree like maybe Tarek didn't say yeah you can film my wedding so that there are other sides of their, their partners who probably didn't sign off on it yeah maybe um but I definitely think Davina was cut from Oppenheim because of her inability to be able to act with others I think so um Um, and also I don't think her 
selling was at par with like everyone else too. So it's, was maybe an obvious decision. Like, cause I'm like, oh, well, Christine is causing so much drama, but she must be like a top seller. Yeah. So now we want to move into, if you are in a toxic workplace or have toxic friends, or really we're heading into the holiday season where things can get quite overwhelming, we want to say and name out how we can help you set boundaries in your life, um, like how Mary didn't go to Christine's engagement party. Like, that was a really good um, move, I think. Didn't go to the, you mean the baby shower? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because I think, so, but there was another one where one of the girls didn't go to the other one's engagement party. Oh, well, Heather would have had an engagement party because she was getting married. So, but Heather was also like, I'm not inviting Christine to the actual wedding. Um, uh-huh. and you know what? Like, I think good for her. Like, that is such like a personal moment for her and Christine as well. I think. I don't know if she invited everyone, but Mary didn't go for sure to the baby shower mm-hmm. or Heather because they just didn't want also, like, I know you mentioned this, they didn't want to like fake it, but they sent a gift in lieu of yeah. not going. So I think that's I also, mature. Yeah. And I also think you don't have to go to, like, these are your colleagues. They're not your best friends. And I know the thing they said, to that really that new girl that started to cry like because she lost her sister oh we're your sisters now and I'm like yeah but like at, in the workplace like we're each other's family but we also are like I respect and accept that if you don't want to come to all of my my personal things and literally I don't invite you to my personal things because I want that space and that's that should be that's a clear boundary so now we're going to go into it where like the first thing that you should do is establish your boundaries with your coworkers, your families, and like clearly communicate what, what you can do mm-hmm. and what you can't do. Like Grace, I'll come to your baby shower, but like if somebody else had a baby shower, there's other things you can do to go around it. Like you can have a workplace shower and you can have like a, fr- a mini friend shower like you don't have to have you don't have to ha- invite everyone mm-hmm. um but what is another boundary that you would name um i i like i think communication is key in any relationship mm-hmm. um i know you did kind of mention um you know like you don't have to like go to certain things but i think just like communication and establishing boundaries with coworkers is like so important because you don't want to like, I don't know, like maybe that's just like the culture at that, at that workplace or in LA that, you know, like you work with them, you become like best friends, but you don't, not everyone has to, right? Like it's like a turkey street, like Christine doesn't have to like be inviting everyone to her baby shower. Everyone has a choice if they want to go or not. And if they have mm-hmm. like that, you know, relationship with them. So, and I think communicating that early um, is like, is important. Mm-hmm. I also think to establish your boundary, establish your boundaries, communicate what you 
can you cannot commit well planning a response to like think about how you're going to establish them but plan a response to if somebody crosses them mm-hmm. so like pit- oh we're kind of losing grace for not coming to my baby shower or something you could be like oh no okay so for the purpose of me losing my internet I think we're going to wrap it there but <laughs> <laughs> I think um, we had a good episode. Um, I, I think like it's something we all can relate to. Um, you know, we, we all always are coming across like diverse individuals with diverse personalities. Um, and you know, we're not going to vibe with everyone. Um, uh, and I think like identifying, like your values, what you want in a friend and communicate that early on, especially if you're in a workplace where you have to like um, coexist with them, like, you know, in a physical workplace, mutual setting. So um, yeah, I think I watched Sun Sunset in like, I think a couple days. So I hope (laughs) you enjoy the rest of the season. Um, And we hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Uh, we always try to like tie, you know, like an easy subject into something a little bit more, you know, that like everyone could be dealing with. So we hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Um, till next week, your podcast aunties love ya. Toodaloo. So your podcast Andes know that life can be tough and we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.